because my best friend when I was in fifth grade, everyone would always say, because I was just completely flat, and they're like, if we took Kim's face and put it on her body, because she had boobs, like it would be the perfect girl to date. Wow, that's brutal. Is that mean? Oh my God. Welcome back to the Trav Seth Podcast, the podcast that is obsessed with all things travel. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and welcome to this week's show. Welcome. We have a very unconventional show this week, which I'm really kind of excited for because it is out of the ordinary for us, but I think it's a really important one. Well, you know, we're, yeah, we're steering away from like a topic about travel, which is what we normally talk about on this show. And, but there will be some travel things infused. Obviously, because we're obsessed with all things travel, hashtag I'm Trapsessed. Correct. Um, but we're talking about something a little bit more personal and my personal experience, I guess, and yeah. wanting to share that with you, but also kind of the whole, point around it like yeah so it's gonna be actually a really good conversation little little vulnerable i'm kind of proud of you for talking about this so yeah i i'm excited to yeah i kind of went back and forth about it and i'm like we share everything about our lives and we always do that with the intention to show other people what's possible or inspire other people or just share our own experiences and the lessons we're learning And just to encourage other people and encourage other people to go after what you want and not care what other people think and like trust yourself and do you. And that's always the point of everything that we share about. And this topic is no different than that. Well, I think it's funny that you brought that up because, you know, we've changed the podcast description. We've changed the name so many times. But I remember the first description said the real, raw and honest travel couple. Yeah, That's what we always promise to be because... I mean, obviously, you're not going to share your whole life's dirty secrets, but like, we're pretty raw we're and pretty real. We're pretty open. Yeah. We keep it real, yo. Because keep I mean, it real. I just, I've always believed that I've learned the most from other people's stories. And when they're the most vulnerable, I've been able to relate and learn. And so that's what I've wanted to bring here. Yeah. Nobody, okay. yeah. 100%. You got to keep it real. If you're putting yourself out there, you got to share it all. We don't have secrets. We're an open book. And that's one thing I love that we're able to just like get on the mic. It's like our safe place to connect with our community, even though it's like a one-way conversation. (laughs) But we always love hearing your thoughts about the podcast when you guys DM us. Oh, it's like my favorite. Yeah. So always feel free. Like if you have something you want to say or ask a question or just give us some feedback or whatever, always, always feel free to DM us at Kim and Aaron G. That's the best way to get in contact with us. We could drop the texting line. Oh my God. We just got a texting line for our community. Oh my gosh. I'm so freaking excited okay. about this. So how about you, this? The number's in your phone. Grab the number. How about this? Okay, so let me pull up the number, but I have us saved in my phone as Kim and Aaron. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I'll also put it in the uh, show's description so that you can join the texting line. Yeah, we're really excited because we just created this texting line because we thought we have an email. Um... Uh, what is it? Like, like email a, list. Yeah. So like we send out weekly emails and it's kind of just updates of things going on, usually about the podcast or whatever else is happening in our lives. 
And it's a way that we communicate with our community. And we thought, what a fun way, because we follow some people that they have a texting line. And so they'll text and be like, hey, like, we're heading to Italy. Like, where should we go eat? Or, you know, this is what's going on. Or go check out our new YouTube video. But you're able to text them back. Mm-hmm. which I thought was the coolest part. So it's like you're really having conversations. With your community. Yeah, so it's a way to ask us questions. It's a way to, if we're like, hey guys, like we're heading to Rome, what's the best pizza you've ever had there? Where should we go? You can literally text us back and they go here. It's amazing or whatever. It's a two-way conversation and that's something that's really important to us because we love, our favorite part about everything we do is talking with you guys. Well, and on top of that, with the texting line, we both have access to that. So it's one of those things that, you know, if you DM us, usually that goes to Kim. She's the yeah. Instagram person. And then I handle Facebook Messenger, which none of you guys message me on Facebook Messenger. So therefore, like, I don't ever get to see a lot of these. So Kim's always like, hey, we got another message like from somebody. Like, they're talking about the show and this and that. And I'm always like, so it's always so amazing. But I can be involved in the texting line as well. Yeah. And maybe we'll even send you a nudie pic. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. We might after this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just text us. Yes. If you want to see a picture of my new tits. Oh, okay. So you we're just dropping ahead. It. Okay. We're dropping. We're planning. Okay. Seats. Let's okay. get into the show. Here, wait, here's the okay. number. Oh. Area code 904. Cause Duval. Duval. Okay. <laughs> we're like next level. Okay. 904-474-8435. four and you want to repeat that slowly 904-474-8435 yep and again if you sign up for that you can text us back and forth it's not like super spammy like we're not going to be texting you all the time about all the things but it's a way for us just to have communication about things that are going on uh when our backpacks go live that's another we already have a vip list for that but anyway it's just a way to be in communication yeah and it's a way to like you guys can dm us about shows you want us to do and we can ask like we can ask questions like hey guys what do you want to hear on on the podcast like what are some topics like what are some things you want to cover so and if this is your first time ever listening to this show, we are Kim and Aaron. <laughs> well, I said it at the beginning. I know, but we are that we usually talk about all things travel on this podcast. So typically, we talk about healthcare, traveling, traveling the world, obsessed with all things travel. We're entrepreneurs, all of the things we're getting, travel entrepreneurs, travel entrepreneurs. <laughs> we're getting ready to go take a year off to travel the world, starting on August twenty third. So that's usually what we talk about. Today's episode, like we mentioned, is going to be a little different. So I just wanted to preface that. Okay, now let's get into it. Okay, so the intro was cool. That was for all sexes to listen to. Um, I will caveat, uh, Kim kind of threw it out there a little bit, hinted it out there. Um, I don't know if you guys thought she was joking, but she's probably dead serious. Well, it's in um, the title. I mean, it, you're going to know. Oh. Yeah. You're going to throw it in the title? The jig is up. Well, I'm not going to, the title's not going to be like, hey guys, I'm getting my tits done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting new tits. Want to see? But it's going to be something about like plastic surgery. Okay, That's so, the overall vibe in conversation. Okay. So okay. Kim, Kim is getting plastic surgery. She is getting her boobs done in... So this comes out on Tuesday. So tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Shit, I'm nervous. Yeah. And so we basically just wanted to talk about that. um, And she kind of wanted to talk about it. But I'm going to start the podcast from um, 
I, I feel like it's kind of cliche. I feel like anytime you're sitting in a group and maybe it's couples or whatever, and people are around and they're like, I want to get my boobs done. And then they turn to the husband or the boyfriend like, what do you think about that? And then it's like, what's the typical conversation, and he's like right? salivating. It's salivating inside, but literally... Like motorboating? Like, basically, like, I love you for the way that you are, right? Like, I don't, ex- I don't want nothing to change about you. That's the expected answer. Yeah, right, yeah. that's the, oh answer. You're so sweet, babe. Right, and yeah. so th- that's the cliche, cliche answer. But I do want to say, you know, she's going to talk more about this, but... From the time I met her, I've always thought she was the most beautiful girl in the room. Always. Um, And I'm glad we didn't like write notes on this because this is just like straight from the heart, which is fun. Um, Keep going. (laughs) And I've always been so proud of every time you walk in, no matter what you do, whether it's, you know, getting dressed up to go to dinner or the other weekend at the wedding when you walked out in that new outfit, I was just like, my jaw dropped. My tits were out. My real ones. Your real ones. But you just looked amazing and you always do. And I love everything about you and I would never change anything. But with that being said, being your husband and being somebody that has been with you now for 13 years... Ever since I met you, this is something that you have struggled with. And I support you 100% through this whole thing, as you know, because we're moving forward with it. But from from a support point of view, you know, I respect so much not only just you as a person and the way that you carry yourself and your confidence and the way that you show up in a room and and you own it and you're like a boss bitch and... You also, like I said, are the absolute, absolute most beautiful person in the room everywhere you go. So with that being said, I also know how hard you work on your body. Not only, it's not about diet or being skinny. It's about how you want to show up and you eat healthy and you work out and you take care of yourself and you put a lot of hard work into that. And that's I want to feel good. Because you want to feel good and you want to show up and you want to be able to go and travel the world and, you know be healthcare travelers and also start three businesses and and do late nights into all these things that we do and, and keep your energy up and your, your levels up. And I respect that about you. And that's kind of rubbed off on me. And so seeing that and seeing what you have been going through for 13 years, that's why I was over the moon when we booked this appointment. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. Yeah. No. Now I'm just in a support role. I feel like I just want to like sit here and let you continue. (laughs) (laughs) That was so nice to hear. But, you know, it's funny because you are. You've been such a support. And like what we were saying, usually, you know, the guys are like, babe, you're so beautiful just the way you are. And like that's what you kind of, you know, I guess that's the... um, What's it like the the thing the, you're supposed the to cliche. say? Yeah, yeah, the thing That's you're supposed to say. But it's funny because of course you've always said that, but you've also been the biggest like advocate for like, but you should totally do it. Like you've been wanting this for so long. Like do it, do it. I come home and you just have like pictures of tits like everywhere. Like. That is not true. <laughs> no. Okay, I will say this. The one thing that I have noticed as well, and I know we'll get into it a little bit more, but I have noticed I am not a fashion person at all. So then I would be walking through the store and I would see a bathing suit or I would see um, a dress that she would like, especially when we were in Bali and Thailand and walking around the markets. I'd be like, oh my God, babe, look at this little dress. This is something you've always wanted. And what was your response? 
Right, I can't wear it. Can't wear so, it. Okay, so let me get into okay. the whole thing of why I'm doing this. So, oh, and for and instance, what are you actually doing? Right, man. I know we gotta like, yeah, yeah we kind of like jump the gun here. We got too excited. We um we a couple months ago. So when we were driving out from California to Florida, we stopped in Austin, and we met one of my well my high school boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We dated all through high school. And still very dear friends. Yeah. Like still like just such an incredible human, yeah. like absolutely love him. And he was saying, cause I, I told him that I was getting, and he's gay too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, let me show you my tits. Yeah. Like, anyways, he's, he's gay and he's in a very happy relationship and we're just really good friends still. And he was like laughing because he's like, when we were in high school, like you used to talk about wanting to like have your boobs done because I've always had huge boobs. Okay, so this is this is well, and, and I want to say what, too, twenty years ago, and Kim was the last person he dated before he went, you know, full out of it's the closet. The boobs. He was like, the, I got, so, I yeah, got, yeah. She, she turned. I him. scarred him from the <laughs> boobs. <laughs> like uh, and girl brandon if you're listening we love you so he's like never seen another boob in his life i'm gonna have to send, yeah right i'm gonna have to send him pictures yeah. after yeah. um so 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 what i'm doing okay so basically i went from being part of the itty bitty titty committee <laughs> Which was very traumatic for you, by the way. It was very traumatic. It's funny because my best friend, when I was in fifth grade, we were like the two like cool girls, basically, like in our grade. And everyone would always say if we took, because I was just completely flat and like didn't have anything going on. And they're like, if we took Kim's face and put it on her body because she had boobs. Like, it would be the perfect girl to date. Wow, that's brutal. Is that mean? Oh, my God. That's, I know. Kids are nasty, dude. But the, I was always part. People would always say, like, you're part of the itty-bitty titty. Like, you have no boobs, whatever. And at the time... Oh, boy, did that change. Right. And then all of a sudden, I got, like, massive boobs. And I think it was because I uh, went on Depo which was a birth control. It was like a shot that you get. I would not recommend. It was like a horrible experience, but I gained a bunch of weight. And I also like my boobs became like flotation devices. And it happened like very quickly. Over a summer, right? Yeah. I was like, I like literally came back and I was like a triple G. You can tell how much we talk about this, that I know these stories. You know, like all the ins and outs. Like, so anyways, I got these like huge boobs and you know, it's funny because it's, Everyone says, like, you always want what you ha- don't have, I guess. I don't know. It's like when I had small boobs, I wanted, you know, big boobs. And then I got these big old boobs. And I was like, I wish now I had small, small boobs. boobs, right? And so my I have large breasts, naturally. and But they're they're saggy. They, they, like belly button saggy. Yeah, like literally. If I take my bra off, like TMI, but like we're just keeping it real like this is they like literally yeah will like hang to my belly button like aaron has to like like pick them up like well to like put them in his mouth side side story (laughs) side story i actually off the ground i actually felt bad because this just kind of came out um kim was like showing me just recently like (laughs) like they're gonna look like this and kind of lifted them up and without even thinking i was like Oh my God, babe, when did you get abs? 
Yeah. Like you literally had ab lines that I've never seen before. They're under the boob. They're under the yeah. boob. They're literally like, what's that song of like, you can tie them in a knot, you can tie them in a bow, you can okay. throw them over. Your yeah. Yeah. That's like my, my boobs. Okay. Yeah. So. Good mental picture. Everybody's got it now. Yeah. So now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's picturing your boobs. I'm so hot. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I have always wanted small perky breasts. And the reason is because I feel it's so restricting not being able to just wear what you want, right? Like when I'm trying to find a bathing suit, it's like oh I could God. never wear like cute little tops. They always had to be like the granny tops because I needed the support to like keep the girls up so they looked somewhat decent because if I didn't have any support, like literally it would just be like fabric hanging to my knees and like that's not a vibe. Right. Right. Or like you were saying, like, you know, we would when we were in Bali, like there's all these cute dresses, like these just, you know, like sundresses and maxi dresses. They have no backs and they're just light and free. And I love them. And I always wanted to be somebody who could like wear that kind of dress. But I never could because I always had to have the support. And so it's always what I've wanted. Small, perky breasts. And I have the exact opposite. So this is something I have thought about, so I'm, I'm getting a breast reduction and a breast lift, and I'm get, I'm also getting a small implant because I wanted them to be like full. full. And so I went back and forth about getting an implant or not, and I'll talk about the implant illness thing in a second, but I decided to get an implant because I, like I said, I wanted a fullness, that full round perky small breast. And so I was very clear with my plastic surgeon that I want to be as small as I possibly can, but knowing that, again, I'm already a big-breasted woman. So, like, they're going to take – they're I'm doing a reduction, so they're going to take breast tissue out. But, and, but because they're putting an implant in, it kind of almost, like, cancels each other out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to be the smallest breast that I can be with the anatomy that I already have. But my I want to be perky. The perkiest and smallest I can be with what I have. Well, like, that's my goal. And your doctor said the fact that you might be, like, a double D now, but they hang. If you're a small D and they're up, they're not going to feel as big. Right. Yeah, exactly. So they might feel to you like a C, which is what you want, but they'll actually be a D. Yeah, because that's what I said. I'm like, I really just want to be a C. And he's like, I, I'm just being honest. Like, I don't think that's realistic for you because you already have like the breast tissue. So if we weren't putting in an implant at all, but then it would just be like... <laughs> just a, nips. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just like high nips. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, you know, so he's like, I don't think that's realistic, but he's like, I totally hear you. Cause I was like, listen, my biggest fear, my vibe. And if this is your vibe, that's totally cool. My vibe is I do not want these big old fake titties. Like Mm-mm. that is just not me. It's not my, per- like, I don't want Well, you're that. a small framed person. Yeah. I want like athletic. Like, yeah. and so anyways, you so- want to fit your frame. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to wake up. And I mean, there's lots of small people that have big boobs. Like, and that's completely fine. A lot of people like they, they want like Lauren ever. It's like obsessed with her, love her, love her podcast. She and her husband have a great podcast. P.S. And she is 
smaller than me and she has these massive huge boobs that she's obsessed with she loves like and that's what she wanted you know so everyone has their thing but i was like very clear i'm like my biggest fear is waking up from surgery and being like pamela anderson does she have big boobs i don't know why i don't know why she just came in my head and your doctor started laughing yeah he's like like, no that's not my vibe right? right and so this is something i've gone back and forth and back and forth i mean again for years and years and years and i've never pulled the plug because of a lot of different reasons but i always felt like plastic surgery was kind of like indulgent in a way i didn't want to spend that kind of money on you know something that yeah it was a big deal to me but it was also like yeah i wear a bra and i have limited options for bathing suits and that kind of thing but it's fine um i also feel like you're kind of downplaying it in a way what do you mean? I just, I really feel, and and I could, I could be wrong. Maybe it's the magnitude of how long we've been talking about this, but I really do feel this is going to be life changing for you. Yeah. Just I, your confidence and your just ability to be like that is cute. I want that, and to feel like you actually fit in the body that you work hard to have. Yeah, because here's the thing too. Like we were kind of talking earlier, and it was like. Or we've, I mean, we've talked a lot about leading up to this decision because when I actually, I made the decision to move forward with the surgery when we were in Palm Springs. And so there was a lot of back and forth and I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And, you know, my sister, she was a huge support system in making the decision too, because she had a breast lift and reduction and the whole thing. And she was like, best decision I've ever made. And obviously you were a proponent of me doing it. He's like, I'm just sick of you talking about it. Like, Mm -hmm. just go do it, whatever. And I kept going back and forth. And it was like, you know, I feel like I'm, I think it's very important to feel confident and comfortable in your own skin, right? Like inside and out. I mean, that sounds so cliche, but just because you get plastic surgery or get you get your boobs done or you whatever you butt want. Butt lift. Yeah, lipo. lipo. I love like a butt lift too. Oh. I'm like, might as well throw that I in. Actually, <laughs> I actually tried to negotiate me getting some lipo. Oh my, if they okay. throw it in for free, if they could take off my back fat. You're out of control. It'd be yeah. awesome. We could just lay next to each other. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. But my point was that just because you get all of that done, like it doesn't mean you're going to feel good. It doesn't right. mean you're going to Be feel good or feel fulfilled or feel complete or feel beautiful. Like that really does have to come from how you feel about yourself and the relationship you have with yourself. And I knew like getting a new pair of boobs, you know, obviously it's going to boost my confidence because of what I can now wear and the bathing suit I get to wear and even just like being intimate with you. I don't know. It's just like, it feels like sexy and fun. Mm -hmm. It's different. Like, I don't know. I've never been able to experience that before because I've always had, you know, these... You've been insecure about your boobs. Yeah. I've been insecure about the way that my boobs look and I felt like it never fit me, you know? Yes. And so, I think think that's just like important to say too of just, you know, A, we're not we're not like huge advocates or people like, go get plastic surgery. But I'm also, if that's like what you want to do, and I think that's the biggest thing is like feeling comfortable in your own decision, feeling confident in your decision, doing you, like what, what do you want and what feels good and owning that decision and honestly not giving a flying fuck what anyone else says because so many people have opinions, they have judgments, they put their own stuff on you and talk about, oh, she's had work done or, or don't do this or do, it's like, we all need to stop just judging each Big other. Fake titty hoe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. I know. 
But like stop judging each other and just like do you. Like what do you want? Own that decision. Feel good about it no matter what that is. Well, do your research. Move forward, do your obviously. research. Do your research. And that was the thing is like, you know, well, that's a kind of another thing. Okay. But I just wanted to like finish this Sorry. particular thought of just really I think part of my decision too is like you know, oh, what are other people going to say? And and not so much recently, but I think in like years and stuff of just, I don't know. Like, yeah. what are people going to say or this and that? I don't want to be the girl with the fake boobs. I don't know. And it's like, who freaking cares? Like, right. really? No, who absolutely. cares what anyone else says? And I think now that I'm very confident in my own decision that I made for myself, that anybody else's opinion would not affect me so if someone was like oh like you shouldn't do that or oh like she had this done or whatever like it literally like i don't care because i'm so confident in my own decision that i made that it's like well whatever you can think say whatever it literally doesn't affect me at all right no and i mean that's a good topic for anything in life and right and that's what i was gonna say like owning your own decision and feeling confident in that and listening to yourself, knowing what's best for you, knowing what feels good for you, and then really owning that and going for it and being unapologetic about what you're doing moving forward. And that's very true for like living an alternative lifestyle, living an unconventional lifestyle, traveling. People don't always get it. They don't understand why are you making these decisions or they don't agree with it. And being able to be like, I'm sorry if you don't get it, but like keep your opinions to yourself because like I'm moving forward in a way that feels good to me and I'm owning that. Well, not right? even keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah, it's just right. like, thank you for your for sharing, but knowing that they're sharing out of a place of fear or unknown or ignorance and things like that, that their fears are projected onto you. But when you're secure in your decisions... You don't even get that. Usually it's like that's one out of a hundred where the rest of people are coming to you with support or I've wanted to do that too or oh my God, I've been thinking about that too. Like I I, I really want to do it and now hearing your story, I want to do it. That's what usually happens when you're so secure in your decision. 100%. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't trigger you. We're only triggered if we're feeling uncertain. Correct. Right? So taking that time to do your research right? Get really grounded in how you really feel about what it is that you want. And once you make that decision, owning it and just being really confident in that Mm -hmm. and moving forward with that decision. So once I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. It was just like blinders on. Well, actually, that's a funny story. Kim booked her um, consultation and she goes through the consultation and she talks to the doctor and she talks to the staff and she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to move forward. I kid you not, not an hour later, our inbox of social media is flooded with everybody saying the breast uh, sickness. What is it? Oh, the breast implant illness. Sick, illness. Like it was literally like big names were coming out talking about all the fitness people were coming out and we were just like, what yeah. is this? If this isn't a test to like... How deep have you thought about this and how much do you feel 100% about this? Because it was in our faces every single day and we never even looked it up. No, it was like this big hot topic, which is so funny because it's like one of those things where you're like, 
oh, I'm am I just more hyper aware because I was never even focusing Reticular on that activating yeah. system. Right. And then that's it's like when you think about buying a Jeep, all of a sudden you see Jeeps everywhere. And it was mm-hmm. like everywhere people were talking about this breast implant il- illness and getting explants and like all these things and people have so many opinions on it and why you shouldn't get implants anymore and like this whole thing. And I started to be like, shit, like okay, so I hadn't even really put much thought into that because it wasn't anything that was on my radar. And so I was like, okay, let me think about this. Let me do my own research. I talked to my doctor. I had him answer the questions I had in my concerns. And then gathering all the information, I felt confident moving forward with my decision. Well, yeah, and everybody in our inner circle that has had it done has not had any issues. Then we talked to the doctor and then he had his opinions on it. And then it felt good. And I was in the room with you. And he answered my questions. And it felt good to move on. We both looked at each other. We were like, yeah, let's let's roll. Yeah. So it's just funny because, yeah, I, all of that stuff came up. And it was just like, okay, well, I guess let me, let me think about this for a minute and see what all the hype's about. But then I was like, okay, cool. Like, and guess what? Anything can happen. Anytime. Blah, 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 blah. But like in my heart, I still knew that I wanted to move forward with the information I had. I felt very confident that I was in good hands. And the um, I guess the breast implant illness, at least this is how my uh, plastic surgeon like explained it to me. It was like certain types of implants. And so the ones that I'm getting are smooth and there was like different things to it that it doesn't um, I, I don't run the risk of having that basically. Correct. And so I felt good about that. Well, and plus like your plastic surgeon is world renowned. He is a, um, breast, uh, what do you call it? Mastectomy, like genius. Like whenever uh, women get mastectomies, he rebuilds. So he does breast reconstruction surgery. So he was, he, um, my sister was a breast sonographer and she worked at the Hill Breast Center in Jacksonville. And they, you know, most of their patients, a lot of their patients have gone to him for breast reconstruction and people come from all over the world to come to him. His name's Dr. Desai from He's North amazing. Florida Plastics. I absolutely Just love as him. a person. He's just cool. Yeah. Like I felt, cause you know, I'm nervous, never done this before, whatever. You're like, naked. Oh yeah. I'm like butt naked, <laughs> just like chilling, like hanging out with like my tits and he's like, you know, Feeling them and Lifting yeah, them like and like taking selfies like with them. <laughs> it was just like this is awesome. Yeah, he had like, to get down on his knees. Shut Ow. up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but he's just cool, and I feel like I'm literally in in great hands. Um, and. What was I? Oh, and so, yeah, so that's how I decided to to go to him. And also my best friend's mom went to him, got a same thing, breast reduction, the whole thing and loved him. And so I'm really excited. And the day so I had um my post op or my post op, my pre op and it was up in Jacksonville. And so Aaron and I were supposed to go to a cafe to get some work done. And instead, we decided, let's go have some fun. We went over to the town had center. Had some rosé all day. We had a little rosé, which P.S. the Lisa Vanderpump rosé was so good. Oh, it was, First actually. First time having it. I was Very like, good. this is a vibe. I didn't think it was going to be good. We never have, like... A glass of wine with lunch or you know it's like very rare that we do something yeah, like that totally it, was, random. it was fun it was. so then we went and we were gonna go like try on bathing suits no we were gonna go wedding shopping because we were going to the wedding and so we were getting stuff for the wedding for me but then the bathing suits i wanted you to try on a bathing suit to do a before and after yeah yeah and so it was just like such a moment 
And again, if you've never experienced like having saggy breasts, then you, it, you know, it it's, doesn't really, it's small. But like to be able to walk through a department store and, you know, there's tons of bathing suits that are super cute and there's shirts and dresses and all of this. And Aaron was like, oh my gosh, this is cute and this is cute. And, and I was like, I could wear any of this. What, I, could, I could wear any of this. What used to be a very depressing time going to the store where you could never find anything, you were actually in one moment overwhelmed with what you could wear. Yeah, I was like, I could wear this, I could wear this. And things became like cute to you. I didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. It was like, I could wear whatever I want. There was such a liberating feeling, such a freeing feeling. And that's really the ultimate reason why I'm doing this is just for that freedom to be low maintenance, wear whatever I want and not have to wear a bra. Like, and wear whatever bathing suit. I'm like, this bathing suit's cute. I want this one without having to think about, you know, does it hold up the girls and all of that? And it was kind of just like so exciting to be like, I want to go shopping and mm -hmm. like get all this stuff. And even like my best friend just got married a couple weeks ago and I was trying to find something to wear and I found all these cute um, rompers and a lot of them were backless, but they were so cute. And I'm like, fuck, like, I can't wear this, right? And so now just knowing that I can literally wear whatever I want is the best feeling. And again, this sounds so like, I mean, these are like first world problems, right? But it's like, yeah. for me, it's a whole new life. It's a whole new way, a, a whole new perception of what I get to wear, the clothing I get to wear. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Yeah. I think too, like one other point that we wanted to bring up too is there was there was a little actual, you know, that whole kind of uh, big and bold thing that we were saying at the beginning that we are very transparent, we're very open, we're very real, we're open books. Like, but there was still some hesitation to you even wanting to do this podcast. And I think too, like it just really goes to show that, you know, social media being such a beautiful thing in, in certain ways, but it's also like, it's got its big negatives. And I just think the world today has gotten so judgy on everybody instead of, you know, being supportive. And even if you don't agree, right, you don't agree. Like it's one of those things, like if you don't agree, keep scrolling. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to be a keyboard warrior every time you disagree with something. That's not typically how the world runs, right? Like you could, if I was meeting you face to face and I've never met you before and you and I were sitting at dinner and you're like, I'm going to get my breasts done. And I disagreed with that. I'd be like, oh, well, I mean, that sounds great. Is that something you really want to do? Like, I don't think you need it and I don't really agree with it. But I wouldn't just be like, oh, you're disgusting, like big titty. Or superficial. Superficial, yeah. like crazy. And it's just nuts how whatever it is, yeah. like whatever it is on social, people just attack, attack, attack. And I'm just kind of like. Well, you don't always have to. Yeah, it's like we we're in a place now where we're all so connected that people always feel like they have to share their opinion about everything. And it's like, listen, if you don't like what somebody's doing, keep scrolling. Just keep moving. You don't like it takes way more time to be negative and hateful towards other people than it does to just keep keep it moving. Right. And it's like that. What's the old like thing like the golden rule or whatever like if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all like if it's not constructive it's not freaking helpful like keep it moving and we have to stop judging people like let people be let people do whatever they want I mean we're obviously talking about plastic surgery in this episode but just in a whole like let people do what they want like worry about yourself put your energy into focusing 
on yourself. Being the best version of yourself. And what you want and what you're going after and what your goals are and all of that. Like, let's stop putting it. And I'm not like screaming at the listener it's like in a hole like as as humans as as you and i as everybody of just focusing less on what other people are doing and less judging of what other people are doing and just being more like hey you do you like i might not get it but like get it girl like yeah do you i'm gonna do me and let's all just fucking support each yeah. other. Well, definitely send prayers on Wednesday the 14th at, what, 9.30, hopefully? You'll 9:15, be 9.15 Eastern Time. Kim will be uh, going into surgery. And I have to get, I have to be MPO, which means no coffee, which basically means I'm going to be a monster. So she said over and over again, she's going to be a monster. She can't have coffee. So then I go, hey, babe, why don't you just get like a caffeine pill? And she was like, I don't need a caffeine pill. I'm not an addict. And I'm like, but you've said over and over again, you're going to be a monster without coffee. So I just said, maybe curb it by taking a caffeine pill. Because caffeine pill. pills like are weird. And like, and you're going like, to be like Jesse from Say by, yeah. Say by the Bell. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so, so scared. scared. She got addicted to caffeine pills. Yeah. Okay, I'm not about that life. I'm not trying to be a crackhead, okay? <laughs> crackhead, babe. It's very judgmental. <laughs> We're in a full circle moment. Okay, don't do what I do. Okay, okay basically. Yeah, don't. anyway. So she's not taking caffeine pills. Also, what I love about this doctor, okay, because A... I'm scared of just getting surgery and being under anesthesia. I've never done it before, so I'm, I have nerves about it. I keep, I'm like, hopefully I wake up or hopefully I don't wake up during the surgery. Okay, Okay, babe. that's my biggest fear. And then you're just like laying there like, <sighs> like... That doesn't happen. I know, okay. I mean, okay, it has happened. What I'm saying is, is you're not going to lay there and go... <laughs> like, <laughs> just be like growling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awake. Hello. Oh my God, that would be terrifying. But the other thing is that my, the doctor doesn't prescribe any narcotics for post, which I, I love because I didn't want to take any narcotics because I always have this fear because I know so many people who had surgery and then they get addicted to like Oxycontin or what pain pills or whatever. Like my, my best friend, the one who just got married had knee surgery and her doctor prescribed her freaking Oxy, like 40 Oxycontin. I'm just like. Are you kidding me? It's crazy how they just like prescribe that stuff. So anyways, my doctor, there's no narcotics. There's like, cert, like I have other things, but there's nothing with narcotics. So mm-hmm. that made me feel really confident knowing that I'm not going to get addicted. Okay. Because <laughs> hey, I mean, God, for, God forbid you get a caffeine pill. Addiction runs in my family and you know how I feel about, I, I don't like to put anything like that in my body. Say no to drugs, kids. I know. Slash putting an implant in. Well, that's not drugs. It's a foreign body. Yeah, but it's not drugs. That's true. It's not going to like... I was trying to get you on something. Ugh. I'm just trying. We, this podcast is... This took a turn. Anyway, I, I feel like I forgot the mic was even on. This is kind of just how you and I's this conversation... Yeah, this is welcome, how you and I... Welcome to our life. Welcome to our living room. Welcome to our living room. Kids. Anyway, 
So that is that. We just kind of wanted to get that out. I um, hope you enjoyed that little story, the little unorthodox podcast from the Travis crew. Yeah, and if you want to follow along on our Instagram story, we'll kind of be posting updates and stuff. Oh, about yes, that. we will. Probably be posting some pictures. <laughs> I'll be posting that Kim would be upon. post anesthesia. Oh, my God. I think, I'm, I think I'll be fun. You could be. I think so. If you're not just sleepy. If you like partying. Yeah. Just like sh- like flashing you. You'll probably be flashing all the people that are driving by us. Yeah. Oh my god. Daytona. I just want to ride home topless. Okay. <laughs> you're going to have like a support thing on. <laughs> I know. Anyway, we got to get off the mic, dude. All right, guys. We will see you next week with an episode that has to do about travel. Yeah, it'll be me and Little Miss New Boobs. Oh my gosh. Can you call me that? Yeah. I love that. And if you have any questions at all about anything, feel free to DM us. Or Kim text and us. Kim and Aaron G. Or text. Text us on the new texting line. We're so annoying. <laughs> Hit us up on text the text. Text us, DM us. Just like talk to us yeah. somewhere. Somebody somehow. talk to us, Someone please. Talk to us. I'm tired of just talking to you. Don't ghost us. <laughs> all right, we're out. We will see you next week Bye. with Little Miss New Boobs. Bye. Bye.